That was One Republic with Good Life, which I think pretty much sums up how well you might be going as a member of the team at Travel Guides. We don't normally start our stories with a disclaimer, but Kevin Maloney is one of us. Together with Graham Kemlow, he was responsible for the establishment of our team palette, the Professional Association of Lifestyle and Travel Writers, and he's a strong supporter of our radio show. How he shot to fame as one of the stars of the Nine Network's top-rating travel guides is another story, but on the eve of tonight's final episode of this series of travel guides, he took time to chat with Graham about the best and the worst experiences in making the 55 episodes, never quite knowing where he would be sent to film what he calls the comedy. Finally, Kevin tells the producers where to go, in the nicest possible way, of course. You know him as the Starbly's wife, Jet, of Travel Guides. But before that, he was actually a travel writer and uh, one of our colleagues, and he was an author. He, he's uh, ghost-written some terrific uh, biographies. Uh, Kevin, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Graham. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm great, mate. It's lovely to have you there. I was just thinking, we must go back about 20 years when I start reciting all that travel writing stuff. I think it would be about 20 years, and a lot's happened since then. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Do you think your audience knows you were a travel writer? Um, well, it's in my bio, um, oh, right. and that pop that pops up at a couple of places that I was a travel writer. Oh, well, and that's uh, you know, when when we're on uh, travel guides, you get a lot of social media, and people say, "Well, how come this bloke has been everywhere already?" And of course, as you know, when you're a travel writer, one of the things you have to do for it, for your work is travel. So um, that explains why we've been to so many of the destinations that we see on travel guides. And I'm sure you're a great inspiration to those young people out there who are looking to take on this travel writing gig because they think it's a beauty. Well, it is, isn't it? I mean, I loved the time that I was travel writing. However, I also um, realised that it's perfect for a single person, but for a married person or a person with a partner, it's a little bit more complicated because invariably you can't take your partner with you. So you are away a lot, but that's the nature of the the game. Yeah, and you're effectively the forward scout for anything that ultimately you may do as a couple later. You, however, are in the fortunate position of, of uh, having having Jet there with you. Um, Absolutely, yeah, and that how, makes a big difference. How long have you been doing it now? We're just coming up to start filming the eighth season, so that's since 2016. Right. So we started the show and that, in 2014, and uh, uh, 2016, I think we were just... Sort of getting hitting our straps, I think. That's right, yeah. Well, in that time, we've filmed 55 episodes. Wow, that's fantastic, Kevin. That, yeah, that's really and great. each episode takes about oh, between a week and 10 days to film. Okay. And, uh, the, you know, there's, sometimes we do double trips. Like last season, for example, we went over to Africa twice, we went to Europe twice, uh, all in the space of six months. So I think my uh, frequent flyer, Qantas app, told me that I had done something like 60,000 air miles, miles, not kilometres, oh, in that six months. I was going to ask you uh, how many miles you'd racked up over the whole period. It'd be significantly more than that, though, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But just in one season. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So um, how did you actually get started in it? I sort of seem to remember you, you sent off a note to the producers of this at a, on a bit of a whim. Well, no. Uh, we were driving home from Dunkeld. We'd been down there for the weekend. Yeah. And Jet, Jet had the paper open and saw an ad or saw – no, she said she saw something on TV a couple of days before. 
And it was an ad on Channel 9 saying, if you can afford to take off three months and you enjoy traveling, give us a call. So Jet said, hey, look, I've seen this thing. I'm going to see what it's all about. Mm -hmm. So she put her application in and I said, well, why? You know, what would they want with old things like us? Seriously. (laughs) Um, Anyway, she got to a certain stage of the application and had to involve me, um, asking me questions about, you know, the, the things that they wanted to know about us. So we filled out the application form. Then we went through a process of interviews, screen tests, psych tests, police checks, all sorts of things. And uh, over a period of about two or three months, they came back and said, listen, we'd like to offer you this gig. Um, It's called Travel Guides, and uh, we're going to send you around the world, and all you have to do is review destinations and the activities that we give you. Wow. Okay, this sounds pretty good. Um, Then we actually... We had no idea what this whole show was about. I thought it might have been something like Getaway or something. But, in fact, it turned out to be a comedy. And it was brand new to Australia, but it was created by the same people who created Gogglebox. And um, there was a version of it in the United Kingdom. So we watched it, and it was terrible. It only went for one season. I think they did four episodes before it was canned. Um, but the Australian TV industry tends to have a history of buying shows from overseas and then perfecting them. You know, if you look at MasterChef, yeah. uh, the way that became a juggernaut in Australia, and Australia, I think, was the most successful um, uh, MasterChef series ever, right. uh, and uh, Travel Guides and Gogglebox, all of those, um, Australia seems to perfect them and turn them into something substantial, and that's what they did with Travel Guides. Well, that's that's uh, actually a fantastic story. I know part of the part of the uh, uh, element, the key element, I suppose, of uh, Travel Guides is that you, do you get a call or does a post pack arrive to tell you? Pack your gear. You're off somewhere tomorrow, but we're not telling you where. Is that how it happens? Yeah, we have we have a manager who looks after the the cast, right? So we will get an email a couple of weeks before saying, "Okay, you're going on trip one. We don't tell you the destination, but you will need your bathers, or you'll need some, you know, chic city clobber, or the temperature is going to be between twenty eight and thirty four. Or in the case of Finland, which we had last week, it's going to be between minus 17 and minus 10. <laughs> <laughs> so they give us a packing list and a, dest- a, um, a temperature guide, and that's about all. So being the little travel detectives that we are and having come out of the airline industry and the travel industry in various forms, we play this game of working out where we're going. So we'll check out flights, we'll check out temperatures, all sorts of things like that. Uh, we ask a couple of questions which narrows the field down, like um, what's the voltage? Because Jet, of course, has to have hair apparatus. Absolutely. Um, so um, that's all very important to her. So we find out what the voltage is, and that narrows it down. We find out is there any restrictions as far as dress codes go? Like it might be a conservative religious country. Sure. So we ask that, and that will narrow it down even further. Um, and, yeah, by the time we get to the airport, we've usually got it figured out. However, we've been wrong on a couple of occasions. There was one I was absolutely convinced we were going to the Atacama Desert in Peru. Got to the airport and we're going to Queenstown. <laughs> so I definitely duffed that one. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Well, I guess that's part of the intrigue of the show. From, from They love the surprise factor on your face when uh, you turn up at the airport 
uh, well, at the destination probably more than at the departing airport. Well, that's right, yeah. And, you know, sometimes, like, there have been a couple of double trips. We have some very circuitous routes of getting around the world. We were in Germany and uh, we had just finished a, a river cruise episode down the Danube and we were flying on to the next destination because it was a double trip. But we hadn't, we did, still didn't know where we were going on the second one, but we sort of quizzed the airline staff and they let it slip that we were heading to Colombo. So we figured out, okay, we're off to Sri Lanka for the next one. Okay. Well, that, that, uh, that, and they obviously don't mind you having a bit of a guess. That's part of the game, right? Oh, no, 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 no. They love it. They right. love it. No, yeah. that, I, I, I get that. I get that. Now, Kev, we, uh, we've got some time left, but we might do a quick fire, best and worst yep. of travel guides from your perspective. How's that sound? Perfect. Okay. Yep. So, best accommodation. Best accommodation, oh, there's a couple. We stayed in palaces in India, in Rajasthan. Um, the one, one of the palaces that we stayed in, they're like $2,500 a night. Wow. Uh, and, he, and in India, you know, that's a lot of money, as you can imagine. But these, this second palace that we stayed in, the Maharaja actually lived in it still. Oh. So we were staying in the same palace as a Maharaja, and it was just magnificent. So that was, that was one of the favourite ones. Anytime we go on a cruise, that's always favourite destination because we're cruise addicts, as yeah. I think you know. Um, you, but yep. in the last in the last series, we filmed in uh, the UK, and we actually stayed in the heart of Leicester Square in a heritage hotel overlooking the square. You couldn't get more central than that. No. So I'm I'm a very very big fan of London. So that was that was just perfect for us. Okay, best experience. Oh, the best experience would probably have been taking a, t- a helicopter ride over Kilauea in Hawaii. Oh, that's just um, just uh, gone off this past week. Yeah, well, it was going off while we were there too. Wow, okay. But, but um, that and the river cruise down the Danube, that was magnificent. We just loved every second of that with the whole of Europe just passing you by. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Okay. So they're favourite experiences. Okay. What about yeah. um, your worst experience, Kevin? Well... Anything that starts with C. Canvas. Camping. Caravan. <laughs> caravans. Cabins. Yeah. Ca- camper vans. Children. Okay. Uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, we don't like the C word when it comes to holidays. And right. we, on, on Series 1, we filmed in WA at a place called Yigarup Beach down the south. And uh, I don't know whether you know Perth very well, but you've probably heard of the Frio doctor that comes in at about four o'clock every afternoon. Well, this Frio doctor came in and didn't go, and um, it was blowing a Force 10 gale all night and nearly blew our horrible little van over. It actually blew the tent away, and I think that ended up in South Africa somewhere. (laughs) Um, So we had to spend the night, and the producers and the, the crew were fine. They go back to their accommodation. And we're stranded on this beach um, with this gale blowing, not one minute of sleep. We tried to cook dinner. We couldn't because the flames just kept on blowing out. So for dinner, we had a block of chocolate and a packet of chips and a bottle of gin. So that got a, a fairly poor rating, that experience, I gather. Yeah. Any, anything that involves camping doesn't get a good rating from us. Right. And, but very early in the piece, you were given the badge travel snobs. You seem to wear that fairly happily. I guess well, it I'd relates rather, to that. I'd rather it? be a, a travel snob than a travel bogan. I, 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 mean, I agree with you, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. and look, I think you know people say we're a travel snob, but it's just that we're older, we're a little bit more discerning. 
And when you get to our age, Graham, you know, you've got a little bit more money, so you can afford things that you want to have. And, you know, let's face it, if someone said, look, here's a business class ticket or here's an economy class ticket, which one are you going to take? What do you mostly get to go business class? Sometimes. um, It depends on whether the airline is a partner in the trip. Uh, because then they'll want to showcase all classes, and quite often we get in business class. But because we've racked up so many frequent flyer points, we can afford to buy upgrades at the airport. So if if we're travelling economy, we'll seek out an upgrade, and uh, where we can, we'll go business class. do Do you travel with the other guides or not? Yes, we all travel together. There's about 40 of us in uh, cast and crew. So we're all, we take over half an aircraft and take over hotels and all sorts of things. Right. And how many of the originals are still in the show? There's the Friend family. The Friend family, us, and the Cowgirls. Oh, the Cowgirls are still there. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah okay. Stack and Mel. Right. Oh. So they're, uh, they're the originals. There's been a few come and go since then. The Target Boys came in on season two, I believe. Yes, season two. Then we had uh, Depeche and Sage, who came in on season three. Then we had Matt and Brett, who are still with us. Right. Oh, well, that sounds great. Now, what's your scariest moment during this uh, whole episode, Kevin? Uh, uh, mate, I tell you, I've, on travel guides, I've jumped out of aeroplanes up on uh, the Sunshine Beat, the Sunshine Coast. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't as scary as what we do on tonight's episode. Oh. So well, tonight we're tonight? in Melbourne. Well, tonight we're in Melbourne, and it is the scariest thing I have ever You're had to me. do. You're kidding me. What's... Hey? I can't believe, what, did you get loose at the zoo or something? No, 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 worse than that. Worse, worse than, that. than that. So Mate, We look- have to do, tonight you'll see us doing stand-up comedy. Oh. In front of a live audience. Right. Write your own material. And I don't, you know, we've all spoken in public you have. places and in front of conferences and M-speed things, and you're comfortable in that. But when you've got to do stand-up comedy and you've got a live audience there, very critical and very um, you know, expecting to be made to laugh, it's very intimidating. I, oh, I bet it is. <laughs> so that was the scariest thing. But we hit the bar straight after that. <laughs> very quickly. Oh, very that's fantastic. Quickly. What was the biggest belly laugh you had during the series? Oh, they usually happen um, off camera. Oh, I bet I they mean, do. They're, a, they're a very funny bunch of people and... Um, you know, when you sometimes we're travelling on buses and heading from you know one part of Mexico to another, so you amuse yourselves. And uh, there's some hilarious moments on the bus, I've got to tell you. But most of, most of them are not fit for public um, consumption, unfortunately. Now, but, if you go, if we give it the chance to tell the producers where to go in the nicest yep. possible way. Yes. What would you, where would you like to go that you haven't? Okay, seen? look, we've always got a shopping list. Um, I wanted. I want to go to Iceland. I've never been there. Oh, okay. I want. I want Jet to go to Ireland because she's never been there. Is that where her um, family are from? I'm sorry. Is her family from Ireland? No, 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 no. Just they're out of curiosity. Australian. Yeah. Probably English, but um, yeah, we're going way, way, way back. Um, so she also wants to go to the Basque region in Spain, which I'm happy to. Um, yeah. There are plenty of destinations we haven't been to yet, like. We haven't been to France with the show. We haven't been to Spain. You haven't kidding? been to Canada. No. Well, I mean, there's a lot of world out there. There is a lot of world. And you had lockdown, of course. You were mostly in Australia during COVID. Correct. Yeah, there were two seasons where we filmed, oh, how many? I think about 14 episodes. 
uh, at just in Australia. So lockdown really did have an effect on what we could do. So that stopped us travelling overseas. However, we did produce uh, two series during lockdown, which I thought was brilliant on the part yeah. of the producers. Yeah, a- absolutely. Given the state of our industry at that stage, uh, that, yeah, that's pretty and amazing. It's, uh, inter- it's interesting, Graham. We were classified as essential workers. That's how we could go into state. Oh. And uh, when you think about it, essential workers is making a comedy show. But if you look at it, it was very important for people to have something to watch and to have something to hope for. And we've had so many people come up to us who said, look, during, lo- during lockdown, you are our lifesaver. We watched every single episode. We taped them. We watched them again. Uh, it gave us some release and some uh, relief that there was going to be an end to the lockdown in sight. Right. So the show, so the current series finishes on air tonight, 7.30 Correct. on yep. uh, the Nine Network. Um, any idea for our listeners when you may be returned to air this year? Uh, yeah, there are a couple of things. We've got a couple of surprises that we've also filmed. Oh. Um, tonight will be the last official episode, but there are a couple of more episodes um, that will come up probably sometime this year. Um, at, at Whenever, I don't know when, Travel but guides they're, uncut. they're going to be a lot of fun. Travel Guides Uncut? Uh, no, well, well, no, something similar though, something okay. very similar. So think of goggle box for travel guides. Oh, that'll yes. be a bit sunny. <laughs> so it could be interesting, but okay. I think um, tonight's episode in um, in Melbourne as the final for this season will be a good one. Last week in Finland, we've had so many people saying, "Okay, Finland is now on my travel list mm-hmm. because of what they saw." on uh, what we did over there. It was just magnificent. It was such a great trip. We loved it. I'm sure you've contributed to uh, the uh, travels of certain uh, people who watch your show regularly. You've given them inspiration, which which is fantastic. Well, well, I think that's why people like the show, Graham, is because it's honest. Uh, nothing is scripted. Nothing is producer-driven. They'll say to us, what did you think of dog sledding with the Huskies? And we'll just call it as it is. So we've got that freedom and people trust us. And, you know, there are certain people who follow us for their travel tips and there are certain people who will follow the Target Boys. You know, obviously they've got a different demographic that follow them. Mm -hmm. Um, And people do rely on what we say. I'm surprised that they do. Right. And are you signed up now for um, a long run with uh, with the show? We go year by year, but uh, in about five weeks we'll start filming again, which I'm very happy with. Sounds fantastic. Kevin Maloney, thank you so much for your time. Regards to Jet. Sorry she couldn't join us uh, today. Lovely to speak with you, and uh, we hope we'll catch up again in the not-too-distant future. Good on you, Graham. Chin chin. Kevin Maloney there in conversation with Graham Kimlow and the final episode of Travel Guides for the season airs tonight at 7.30 on the Nine Network. But Kevin and Jet will be back on air later this year as filming for the next series starts in about five weeks. This is the Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.